First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Evelyn, Kayla, Sarah, Joe, Jill, Kevin, Mary, Karen, Jennifer, Robin, Janae, Anna, Barbara, Diane, Suze, Stephanie, Erica, Tare, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes, our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you are unfamiliar with Patreon.com, well, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Designers and models, oh, ready or not, we are going down to the runway right now. Just finish it. We've definitely taken on a more ambitious project, so it doesn't surprise me that we've got the winning collection. Ivy. We're coming, we're coming. I don't know if the other team stands a chance. Go, go, go. We are coming. Yes, just go. Here we go. I think we're in really good shape to be on the top one, this one. They have a sweater called the Grandpa Sweater. What the f Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I am Ernez, and I fundamentally spell team with the letter I. And I'm Nayland. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I need a moment after that. No, um, I'm, I'm Nayland, and I thought I knew how to roll my eyes until Michael Kors sent my face all the way back to kindergarten. <laughs> I'm so happy our intros had something to do with I. Oh my goodness. With eyes. I, the eyes have it. I mean, because I was going to say, but it was too long for the intro because I'm like, you know what? As a tennis fan, I know how to spell team with the letter I because there is a <laughs> there is a tennis player whose name is team and it's spelled T-H-I-E-M. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. All right. But it was too long and too whatever. And I was just like, no, let's, let's not do that. But. <laughs> I just like the way Tim says fundamentally. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so so happy to be back in the workroom with you, Nayland. Um, finally, and happy to be back with you all, listeners. Uh, thank you so much for your patience. As a, mostly on my 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 end, we've been I've been going through some scheduling issues, um, but we're just so happy to be back with you all. And again, please keep sending us all of your your hot takes, your questions, and your observations to us at intheworkroom at gmail.com. That's I-N, the workroom at gmail. Also, uh, DM us on Instagram. And we are also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the workroom. And of course, mm-hmm. we have a cheat sheet. The link is in the show notes. I will prompt you when it's time to click on that link. And of course, we are on Patreon. And for our wonderful Patreon patrons, Patricia and I are making our way through Next in Fashion. The next episode we will be talking about is the military episode. We have a lot of thoughts on it. And I think it's also very apropos because of this 
episode <laughs> of Project Runaway <laughs> that we just happened to be following on a lot of, you know, military themed things. And then Nailin and I are starting on Warn Stories, which is a wonderful, lovely Netflix show that actually, um, Nailin, you can you can say more about this, but it really it packs a punch just like in a similar way as A Stitch in Time in how mm-hmm. um, it takes a, um, a a theme and then talks about um, uh, different aspects of that theme around clothes or around how people relate to themselves and, and, and what, whatever it is that they wear, if it's clothes or mm-hmm. nothing. Um, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful show. Yeah, it answers a lot of the questions that we often bring up um, in relationship to um, challenges on Project Runway because it's a lot about not how clothes are made, but um, how what we use clothes for, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, it's um, it's a it's a refreshing half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Anyway, um, I, I was I was going <laughs> to start on a little like tangent, but I won't go there. I'll, I'm going to save it for the, the Patreon. But I'll just say the first episode That's is community right. and it's just it's so relevant. It's incredibly mm-hmm. relevant in so many ways. If you and, and if you want those delicious tangents, <laughs> head on over to Patreon and give us your support there. <laughs> Um, yes. So, so look for that to be up in um, the next couple of days. Um, all right. But right now we've survived season 12 and Mm. we are making our way into the vintage project runway season eight, episode five. And, um, here we're picking up on, again, this is an iconic season. Um, you all chose this season for a reason and we, it, it also is just embedded into our memories for a reason. Um, this particular episode is one of those reasons <laughs> why mm-hmm. it is embedded. Um, just to remind everyone, we just have come off of a Michael Costello win, his first win. He's got immunity mm-hmm. and people are confused and not thrilled about it. Um, but we kind of have this um, this this setup of Gretchen, who's won, I don't know, like three. And um, mm-hmm. Ari has gotten a win. Not many people have had wins and we're already on episode five. So Michael C. getting a win, um, I think this is maybe only the third person, maybe the fourth person to, no, third person mm-hmm. to have a win this season, which is unusual. Um. So yeah. So anyway, so let's 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 actually get into this. So we start off in Atlas and of course people talking about the day before and what they're thinking. And um for this part I what I really liked is that we we you know, we got that um takedown of April's hot pants by Michael Kors. Mm-hmm. And I love that April at least has a sense of humor about her being in the bottom 3 and she's like, "Oh, no one understood my diaper. <laughs> no one got it. You know, I, I meant to do that. And no one was into my diaper, but I like my diaper. <laughs> mm-hmm. This this is the episode where we um, 
where April really gets to shine in confessional. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, yeah, we do see quite a bit of her because, um, and I, and I, she's sort of the voice of reason. She goes in and out of it. Um, but let's, let's get to the heart of this challenge. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we get to the, the runway and um, we have um, a, what was it? I'm, oh my, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm lost in my notes already. But we get to the runway. Heidi Klum comes out with um, mm-hmm. the infamous button bag. Who's got like probably like the most underrated star of project runway and gets paid <laughs> more per time on air than anyone else like this, this button bag. Mm. So we know that there's something random that's going to happen. The random thing is that there's going to, going to have to work in two teams of six. But mm-hmm. since Michael Costello won, um, Michael gets to choose the next person in their team, but this is not a typical team situation. Heidi has pur- purposely set this up where no one, there is no leader on either team. So they're not going to choose a leader right. of team one or a leader of team two. It's just that Michael gets to choose first and then everyone else subsequently chooses the next person on their team until they get six. And so right. according to well, Michael, yeah, go yeah ahead. Michael gets first pick for one team. Yeah. Heidi pulls a button from the, from the bag mm-hmm. for the person who gets first pick for the second team. Right. And then each person, um, once they are picked, picks the successive person. Yes, yes. On their team. Yeah. So Michael chooses first, and the first choice is Gretchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and talk about April. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is where I was like, "Ooh, April, the voice of reason." <laughs> I, I mean, uh, we get a we get a cutaway to, to April, who, um, you know, this is this is rarely an apt um uh analogy but does break out the what you're you're gonna cut you you're gonna cut you're gonna pick hitler Uh, yeah (laughs) um and you know expressing the feeling that she thinks uh gretchen's gonna run roughshod over everybody um there's it 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 does bear in mind though for the rest of this episode that Michael did the only pick that Michael had was the first pick and the only pick that he made was Gretchen. Yes. Yeah. Like that's a good thing to keep in mind all episode long. I mean, it, it really is. And it's, it speaks volumes to Michael's personality. And also of course it's Gretchen is so thrilled to be chosen first. Like she kind of saunters up there and is just kind of is really thrilled um Mm -hmm. and and the next person who is chosen by heidi who will be a member of the other team is actually april is Um, april yeah and april so who does yeah oh so who picks who so april chooses mondo Mm -hmm. who hasn't won anything i don't think has been in in the top three at all i thought was a very interesting first choice for april um, very smart for April. Really, really smart. And then we'll go down the line. So we go back and forth, blah, blah, blah. Gretchen chooses Christopher. Bleh, and then I shouldn't do mm-hmm. that. I'm so mean. But Mondo chooses Michael Drummond. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to the other team. Christopher chooses Ari. And then we go back to mm-hmm. the other team. Mon- Michael D chooses Valerie. 
And then mm-hmm. Ari on the other team chooses Ivy. And mm-hmm. then we have the only two people left um, is or three people left is like Casanova, AJ and Peach. So Valerie chooses Casanova mm-hmm. and then Ivy chooses AJ and then Casanova mm-hmm. doesn't get to choose because the only person left is Peach. <laughs> and she's just like racist. Right. Stage. Peach, Peach plays it up yeah, and does yeah. the, you know, um, looks all around the stage to see who else is going to get picked. And it's like, yeah, oh, who's, little who's old left? me. Who's left? Me? Oh, my gosh. Oh, great. It's me. <laughs> you know, and good on Peach for making what's always a cringe moment, like, at least somewhat humorous. Right. Exactly. Um, right. Yeah. I thought it was very cute and even running up to the stage but um it's kind of clear later on that peach is not happy to be on this team because there's even a tally so there are what i put in my notes before they chose a team name it's just team winners and team losers (laughs) there's Mm -hmm. there's one team so so michael c's team that has everyone that has won any challenges which is only like three people it's right. Michael, Gretchen, and Ari, and it totals to four wins. And then on the other team, right. no one has won. Maybe we have Valerie, who's always been in the top, and mm-hmm. and April, and Casanova, all these people who nearly have gone home, who've, who've, who've uh, right. perpetually been in the bottom two. So mm-hmm. there is this team underdog feeling immediately. Um, yes. But again, like uh, – um, it's voice of reason, April, who is like, oh mm-hmm. no, 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 no. I would, I would choose my team if I had to do it all over again because, again, we're we're creative. We we it seems like we'll get along better. But you have that other team with all that ego, and they're going to be button buttonheads. And I was just like, can't agree with you more. Um, even not knowing how this episode is going to go through, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's no, that's a better situation. <laughs> Some of my favorite people are on the other team. Yes. Yeah. So they, they, um, they, Heidi sends them backstage to Tim, mm-hmm. who um, lays out what the challenge is going to be. Yeah. And the idea is that they have put together a, uh, well, it's the, it is the Garnier Fructis challenge. Fructis. Or oh, yeah, just the Garnier not, challenge. I was going to say fructose, but it's that's wrong. Fructose. <laughs> I think it's just the Garnier <laughs> challenge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, and the uh, the hair consultant is um, the consultant from Garnier is there mm-hmm. with them and is going to um, you know come up with. Um, come up with some stuff for them there. They do not have to. um, It's not like they're being presented with hairstyles Mm -hmm. that they are then going to have to make dresses for. Um, But the challenges that they've been there, they're shown a mood board of um, what is it? Five. Yeah. It's like, um, it's a five styles and five materials that are going to be on trend for the, for the season Mm -hmm. and then we hear about um what hairstyles garnier thinks are on trend for the season yeah i thought it was really interesting that they didn't want them to choose this 
so that like the challenge is, is that is that they have to design a six piece collection that's on trend for fall 2010 and they're telling right. them they're like this is what's on trend all right okay right they have to they have to pick one uh they have to pick one of the um styles mm-hmm. and one of the materials yeah yeah to, to build their collection around right um i w- i wanted to know what you thought of this because i kind of thought of it also as um a very instructive thing to do and it feels most like homework like a like a semester long project <laughs> given by mm-hmm. given at the beginning you know given at the beginning to teach you the basics of how to put a collection together and giving you right. set parameters and telling you you choose this thing and then you choose that thing and then that's how you move forward mm-hmm. which i kind of appreciated so yeah i think that it's i I think it's certainly a way of um it's certainly a way of working Mm -hmm. um and there's uh you know when we see what's going to be on trend it's a little um i i won't say it's not memorable (laughs) i guess is the word that i I wrote them down because i I agree they're not they're they're very evergreen in my opinion because i i'm just like how do you know what's on trend that's something that's always a mystery to me how do you decide Mm -hmm. that and so what the what the styles are is minimalism which is you know a a must for nina garcia 50s retro and ladylike shapes that's one thing. 50s retro and ladylike shapes is one thing. Men's mm-hmm. wear for women, military, mm-hmm. and that's it. So that's that's those are the styles. And then the textiles right. are gold and other metallics, camel, leopard mm-hmm. slash cheetah prints, plaid, and then lace. So that's what they have mm-hmm. to choose for in terms of the fabrics. Right. Um yeah. And and so they both so the thing that I never I didn't catch the first time through this mm-hmm. is that theoretically both teams could have ended up with the same inspiration. Yeah, they could have. Like there there isn't a thing it's not like there's a limited number of these and one picks and then the other doesn't get to pick it. Right. They're both sent off with the same boards. Yeah. Um, to to then make their decision. Yeah. Um, um, one thing I learned through this process mm-hmm. is that anytime someone says the word camel to you <laughs> and they're not asking for a cigarette, just turn around and run far, <laughs> far away from them. Um, like noted. Can we just say camel is camel is like beige with pretensions. Oh my God. (laughs) It's not like, yeah, I, you know, Oh God. Cause it is such a meh description. Yeah. And it's a very 2010 description. Um, in a, in a way, but yeah, no, I, I, totally agree and it also was around for a very long time and um just i can't believe that in 2010 it still was on trend yeah and i mean i admittedly it 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 does come from i guess the color is actually derived from camel hair yeah yeah 
right? So, uh, okay, camels are that color, but it's it's a term that has lost all meaning. Anyway, it's just khaki. Um, I mean, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yes, so, yeah, we are. We so, are. team team winners. Team winners. Yes, they all grab. I don't know what this is. This is weird, but the type A's grab at the mood boards. So Ivy for team mm-hmm. winners, and I don't remember the other person for the other team, but Ivy's just like, oh, give it to me. So they go and they kind of like waddle to their corners, and um, uh, it, they all get an hour to sketch together, to caucus, to, to figure out some stuff, and then when mm-hmm. they're done, they, they're going to go to mood with a thousand dollars per team, mm-hmm. and so they're. We have like you know obviously like a um some contrast because we have Team Loser. <laughs> we'll we'll change their names eventually, mm-hmm. but Team Loser <laughs> is they're talking with one another, they're checking in with each other, sketching at the same time, and asking mm-hmm. each other like, okay, we've given ourselves like five minutes. What do you got? Okay, I can play off of that, and then maybe I can incorporate this, and maybe we can do that. Blah blah. Um, and they also eventually they before they sketch, I'll say they decide that they're going to do military and lace. So it's also like this very democratic thing where they raise their hands to see who likes what the most. And yeah, um, there was something else that they were going to go for. And that that ended up not flying. Right. Right. So then they come around to a vote for military and lace. Yes. And it's also, of course, this like hard and soft type deal, a little bit of a contrast. Mm -hmm. And then we get to team winner. I think I call them winner whatevers in my notes. There's like team under and then team winner whatevers. Team winner whatevers (laughs) gets eventually to menswear as women's wear in dun 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 camel. Mm hmm. So that's that's sort of where they get to. But they kind of um, also bounced around some ideas, trying to incorporate everyone's style. They almost um, or I would say Gretchen, I do remember her suggesting maybe we could do the cheetah and leopard print because I'll get the tackiness of AJ in here. Um, Or maybe, you know, just kind of trying to figure stuff out. Um. But yeah, so yeah, it's a lot of it's it's I mean, we're 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 starting to get with the two styles right away. Right. Like um, the um, uh, Gretchen's team, although there are no leaders, um, is uh, um, have have dubbed themselves Team Lux. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh and they're basically running the meeting through a lot of like, oh my god, we're blowing each other's minds. This is so great. <laughs> this is this is incredible. Everything is fantastic. Oh my god. Um, yeah. And 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 if Michael C says anything, it's kind of been edited out. We don't hear him say a whole lot for most of this episode. No, we don't. Or we see um, him trying and... to say stuff, and people are just like now and then they move over or they don't they mm-hmm. just ignore him yes that's right he does have a moment in here talking about like he suggests something and everybody it's met with like um a lot of reserve and then gretchen says something and everybody's going nuts for it yeah yeah um and then over on uh 
uh, team underdog. Um, there's a, yeah, it does feel like there's a lot more surface kind of back and forth and less consensus. Yeah. But it does also seem like decisions are getting made. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> it is more of that actual practical actual work. I'll just say that it's work. Like they're working right. rather than um, yeah. gassing each other up. <laughs> Yeah, they've also made the tactical decision that each one of them will be responsible for a garment. Right. Like each one is going to do their look separately. Yeah. But in in consultation with each other, whereas Team Lux is kind of doing a ton of different things. And it sounds (laughs) like everybody's making a bunch of different separates and then it's somehow going to be assembled. Yeah. And, At, you know, no, I, I was just going to say that there is this moment with AJ. AJ is incredibly um, uncomfortable with this. And I think the whole mm-hmm. process, um, AJ has been com- uncomfortable the whole, the, the minute that you got here. But in terms of his aesthetic, um, he is worried about standing out like a sore thumb because he likes to do this fun, you know, this is our Heatherette like person who uses a bunch of tool and he sees this as a solution. If they're all going to assign each other strengths rather than looks, um, then he sees this as a way for him to um, do something that's him, but also doesn't stand out (laughs) Mm -hmm. at the same time, Um, which is a way of doing it. That is a way. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Team Team Lux is so amazing, and and I have the, I have these notes that kind of point out that, it, Peach, who is on Team Under, kind of has a bit of a, um, her you know her insides show on her outsides where she probably wishes that she was on the other team, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because they are the obviously stronger group of people or they've shown to be had to have been stronger. Um, and she doesn't agree with how things are working out and she's just kind of panicking. And is it's, a, it's a very small moment of, um, of derision or a, a little bit of divisiveness, but it seems like they're okay. It's, it's mm-hmm. like everyone's kind of fine. All right. So then everyone heads to mood and I just thought, my God, what a nightmare. I, this is like the, this is like my nightmare shopping situation. I don't like shopping with other people because it takes me forever to make decisions and I need to just be in my head. I can't have a lot of voices talking around me. And mm-hmm. this is, of course, a team challenge and they're just hordes of designers ransacking mood. And I was just worried about Swatch the entire time. <laughs> we do see Swatch. Swatch is, is splayed out somewhere in a corner safely. But mm-hmm. um, this was a this was a pretty hectic time in, in mood and also furthering this narrative around Michael C and and everyone's perceived incom or his or his perceived incompetence. Um, it was mm-hmm. very annoying hearing everyone trying to keep a, a laser focus on making sure that Michael C didn't make any decisions by himself. It didn't work because right. Michael Michael ended up just doing whatever he wanted to do. It's just, it's weird of the, it feels like they're infantilizing him in this really weird way. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I don't know if you had any thoughts about. Yeah, the, it's like yeah, time. there's a there's a lot of running around. Um, there's weird stuff of like Gretchen dancing with the teammates and mm-hmm. like it. It's yeah, it's it's hectic and weird and it's just weird. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, and we do get it. We do get a, a a quick shot of a very young looking swatch, um, at the uh, at the very end. Yeah, looking lovingly at Tim. I'm pretty sure. I would like to believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got back with Tim. <laughs> All right. Um, back to the workroom, and we have our team set. You know, we have team military and lace. Mm-hmm. Team men's wear is women's wear and camel mm-hmm. and um it's uh mostly about the differences in dynamics and the um uh a lot of still figuring out how to work with one another um yeah and i just wrote in my notes i'm like can we just get to tim <laughs> just can we just stop this madness and one, let tim come in one thing one thing that I love is that there's um, there's they have divided the workroom in half with a black tape line. Oh, I didn't between the two teams. That. So, so it's they've literally done that thing with like everybody has the same amount of space. Mm-hmm. This is your stuff over here. This is your stuff over here. They did the same thing in the brothers' sewing room. I don't know if you noticed. No, but it's like but that's yes. amazing. There, there's like black tape on the floor. So team one has a certain number of sewing machines and mm-hmm. team B has their sewing machines. So there's none of that, like people getting in each other's way or breaking each other's machines or anything like that. Oh my gosh. Everybody's, you know, and, and uh, we get the beginnings of, there's two big stories with all of this, with all the production of the look. Yes. For yeah. team for team Lux, the story is about everybody versus Michael Costello. Right. For team military and lace, the story is um, Casanova. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and we oh, go ahead. No, I actually was thinking about how, in terms of how to film this story. Splitting up the room mm-hmm. this way for the cameras and for editing is great. It's 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 yes. great. It's so it makes it so much more easy and um, everyone kind of clusters around each other to kind of because yeah, it does kind of filter out into these major narratives in terms of people who so in terms of Casanova who is sucking up time and then Michael C who just basically has a bunch of micromanagers around him. Like Michael right. C isn't, isn't doing anything. It's just a bunch of micromanagers trying to, it's frustrating. Right. To watch. But yeah. So, yeah. So Ivy calls out Michael C's draping mm-hmm. on this cowl neck that he's making, which, what do you have to say about cowl necks? I mean, Nina Garcia hates cowl necks. <laughs> She's already said this. This is, this is season eight. I don't understand why anyone is still also in 2010. Don't do it. Don't do yeah. it. It's not. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, fair to say when I hear 
um, menswear for women and uh, and camel, I immediately think seventies leisure suits. Oh, so well, of course, <laughs> a, a cowl neck is definitely like on. Tr- you know, that's you know that's that look. Um, and we hear later on, we hear a lot about like grandpa sweaters and, and things like that. Um, but anyway, it's like Ivy calls out, calls out Michael, Michael gets pissed off and leaves the room. Yeah. Um, then it becomes like, oh my gosh, we have to send somebody to look after Michael. Yeah. Um, And and have this like, oh, um, let's, um, you know, I call it like psychological manipulation like let's we have this is how we're going to manage our team is by going to michael and i'm like you're amazing you're great let's just you know lie to him because yeah there's but there's an interesting moment there because it's like um uh what's it's um uh christopher is that his name yeah Mm mm-hmm um, with the buzzed hair mm-hmm. is talking to Gretchen and he's like, you know, somebody should go talk to Michael. Mm-hmm. He's having a really hard time. Ivy was really hard on him. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody should go and Gretchen cuts him off and goes, coddle him. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs> that isn't exactly where that sentence was going. Probably, You're right. But this is. But this is wh- how you see this playing out, right? Yeah. Like, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, because it's so. Yeah, it, because it's so. That's manipulation. It's yeah. not care. And Christopher yeah. was referring to being care. Like, let's go care for him. Yeah, let's let's be empathetic. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um. And, uh, and so, you know, there's, so that's, that dynamic is already in play. Um, Tim shows up with the, uh, with the Garnier consultant. Philip something. Butler? Who cares? I don't, you know. Sorry, that's probably wrong. (laughs) I mean. Basically, he comes in and and not. He's a wonderful professional. Yeah, he comes in not for the reasons I want him to come in. I want him to come in and talk to these teens, but it's just to bring in the hair guy. Right. So yeah. they're going to go have a hair consult- consultation. Only two people. Peter. From each team can, can go consult. Mm-hmm. And um, team military and Lace send Valerie in April. Right. And then team Lux sends Ari and of course Gretchen. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> So, um, yeah, there's, um, Valerie and April have like 10,000 ideas mm-hmm. for hair. And there is a hilarious moment where Philip is going like, okay, so what you're telling me is she's got one hairstyle here and one hairstyle here and one hairstyle here and a hairstyle here. And then it's supposed to turn into a faux hawk. <laughs> let's why don't we why don't we look at this and and he earns his paycheck from grenier by going like we have the volumizing hairspray and we can do blah 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 like this 
<laughs> and basically gives her like kind of a cool like kind of a cool slightly messy pompadour yeah yeah i was like oh my god oh oh my my god i love it and i I actually i i looked at it and i wondered is this where this hairstyle started did this become invented in 2010 because they still do that on the runway it's a very (laughs) yeah it's a very evergreen uh familiar looking yeah a messy pompadour that's what it is yeah a textured yeah. pompadour. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and and then the, you know, Team Gretsch has, again, what, it's not like they have too many ideas, but it's, but what they are presenting is, uh, you know, sounds pretty bland. Mm-hmm. And he has like a totally different <laughs> approach. It's like, well, why don't we do like a softer sort of Hollywood glamour? I'm going to take this like, bizarre looking goop <laughs> and, and I mean, like add sheen and volume to her i mean yeah and it ugh, it was like a weird curl of the hair yeah. and you know it's just like a reveal where he turns the the chair around and it just looks like i'm like oh those curls are just too big the wave is too mm-hmm. high um this is to me a no-no but they're like oh my god yes hollywood glamour oh and I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, what does that have to do with menswear as women's wear and camel? All right. Okay. I mean, I think the look is kind of, maybe not. I, I think ultimately they go to kind of a Catherine Hepburn place. All right. Maybe that's the idea. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, mm. Um, mm. back downstairs, people are cutting and it's time for Tim to talk to the groups. Yay. And he consults with Team Military and Lace first. Yes. And so, again. And so what happens here? Yeah. So here they're able to go down the line and present their looks because they're all owning a look. And Tim goes, you know, Lace is risky because it can look old very easily. And Mm kind of goes down the line and really loves Mondo and um, Mondo's piece, because there's this really wonderful thing going on with the neckline and likes the details of, of how they're putting in the military mm-hmm. as like just kind of uh, flourishes. Then they have a wonderful mm-hmm. back and forth with Peach. Peach is trying to bring in, they call it a berry color, which I was just like, ooh, pretentious. I love I love that. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's like this magenta or maybe like a red. But they decide on on the spot how to deal with that and how to incorporate that in with lace. And I, I thought this was a moment where Peach was going to be incredibly difficult and have another tiny little meltdown because it's mm-hmm. essentially the only time where they're bringing it or that we've seen color. Um, and I felt like that was like a Peach really trying to assert herself, but they figured out to you know put the berry underneath the lace and, and see how that works. Mm-hmm. And then we have Valerie back with her zippers <laughs> and yes. uh, uh, it's, it fits now for, somehow. Um, Tim really likes it, but she's doing a double layer jacket mm-hmm. with a lot of zipper and chain detail on it and a, uh, a back yoke, but as mm-hmm. in all lace and um, April presents hers and, you know, just needs to be cleaned up in terms of the seams and all that stuff. 
And then we get to Casanova. And Casanova has look it looks as if there's like this lace top that has already been ruched on the front. It looks like Casanova's done with this top part. Mm-hmm. Um, and turns it around and he's like, yeah, so no, it's kind of vintage. We have this lace back and he's using the lace as an outline for the back. And I just, I think it's beautiful. <laughs> but mm-hmm. Tim thinks it's old. He's like, your look, Casanova, looks like the mother of everyone else over here. You need to just youthen it up. And um, well, he's he's also talking about pairing it with a pencil skirt. Oh, yes. And yeah. Yeah. And there's other sorts of he's he's showing Tim like a variety of pencil skirts. Mm -hmm. So that's so I think that's one of the things that got Tim's Tim's back up. But yes, he says he says that that um, that Casanova has to find a way to youthen it up and that it doesn't really work with the other parts of the collection. And weirdly enough, we we don't hear anything about Michael D. Right. Yeah. I, I don't see what Michael D is working on or he's kind of absent from this episode. Yeah. He's absent until the runway. And I don't really understand why, because I, you know, the, the look, you know, we'll see later. I thought was really nice. <laughs> it was interesting mm-hmm. to look at, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he wasn't on fire, so there wasn't, you know, didn't get really get screen time. Yeah. We didn't have time because of the meltdown later. So, yeah. So, um, having, you know, having, uh, poked, um, <laughs> Casanova in his Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. Tim goes over to meet with um, Team Lux. Yes, and this is where Team learn. Tim learns that people are working on multiple pieces, um, and mm-hmm. they just kind of have to go down the line and just talk about what it is they're working on. Um, mm-hmm. And so Tim is like, "Okay, oh, okay, all right, fine, okay." So Gretchen, you start, and Gretchen is working on this princess seamed stretch camel coat and spends a lot of time talking on something. And then Tim says, okay, Gretchen, so you're doing one piece. And she goes, no, actually I'm actually working on everything. My hand is pretty much in everything. This is just what I'm showing you now. (laughs) Mm. But um, Michael C is working on that cowl neck. Um, I don't remember what Christopher is working on, like the pants that they're making Palazzo pants April is doing, I'm sorry, not, not April. Um, uh, Ivy. Ivy. Oh my God. I don't know why I put Ivy down for April. Ivy is doing her own piece. Ivy is the only one who's doing one solid look and working with a printed top and um, doing some, some bottoms and some other stuff. And then we have mm-hmm. AJ who's making a sheer shirt dress out of men's mm-hmm. suiting and doing a woven belt and um, there's not a lot there. And of course, there are a lot of pieces. It, this is essentially a sportswear collection. And and Tim seems to be worried about AJ's outfit. Or we're allowed to see mm-hmm. that Tim is worried about AJ's outfit. And it's like, so AJ, will there be details? Sleeves? And he's like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there, there'll, there will definitely be um, details and um, sleeves, Tim. Yes, there will be sleeves. So... <laughs> 
And Tim um, wonderfully puts them in check because he goes, I feel an obligation to let you know that I've met with the other team. And by comparison, this is looking very ho-hum. And I'm like, oh, I would have loved Tim to just tell him like the other team, team underdog, team loser. Mm -hmm. They're beating you right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... But this is this is like during the time where Casanova's over there losing his mind. Casanova's right. over it, but Team Lux is sort of getting the rundown from Tim. Right. Yeah, and it's it's weird. Um, yeah, it's like Tim really um, being much more forceful than we're used to mm-hmm. with him. Like, it's like, we're used to Tim going like, I just want to say, looking around this room, I'm seeing a lot of strong ideas. <laughs> Some of you are really in trouble. So, I will you know, not call time out left anyone to you, specifically. Make it work. And, um, and rarely does he go like, Look, guys, I gotta tell you, this is a fucking snooze fest. <laughs> like, like, get it together, because. <laughs> and I and I feel like that's that is a good marker because I we're not I well yeah I wasn't able to see a lot. It's hard to see exactly what people are making, and we we see their textiles, we see that printed top that Ivy's working with that I think is awful <laughs> and it's so ugly i mean i don't like anything yeah. really that ivy makes um yeah. ivy's top is the camel of black and white <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it really is and it's also very retro it lends to that um retro feeling i guess and and you know it's it's graphically interesting but it's not great and then poor aj basically is working with the closest thing he can get to tool and, and is just Mm. tailoring it. And it's, it's like, can you do that? But also you're going to use, you're going to use basically just cream tool. So I guess, is that the camel of tool that AJ has chosen? My God. Which is also, however, slightly sparkly. Uh Like that's the other thing with that with that material when you get a good look at it close up it's got some sort of yeah it's so it's, boring. it's all it's all really weird yeah so um so team lux is shocked but not enough to really change what they're doing nope nope because they're they're still amazing yeah despite what tim has told them they're still better than the other team mm-hmm and then we have this time where where Tim leaves them, and Casanova um, parks on the couch in the designers' lounge. Yeah, and everyone comes yeah. to him because he, this is a moment where he really is. It sounds like he's seriously contemplating leaving leaving the show. Um, yeah, because he just can't take it is the, another it's the dark night of Casanova's soul. Yes. Yes, they're they're saying that he makes clothes for sluts and then clothes for nuns. That he's going from right. uh, no clothes to too many clothes. It's too old. It's too young. And then I feel like the last straw is for Casanova's. He's even getting fat. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I get told that I am making shitty clothes and I'm gaining weight. How dare you? Yeah. I know. So, yeah. So we get Valerie in there talking to him. Mm-hmm. We get Michael D in there talking to him. Yep. Yep. We get um, we we get Peach in there talking to him. Yeah. Um, with Michael D, um, you know, Valerie comes back out and is like kind of taking charge at this moment and is kind of like laying things out, like, come on, get it together. Mm -hmm. Um, if we're going to have to finish our dress or there's the worry about you going home. Um, so there's, there's all of that. Um, we hear nothing from Mondo in all of this. No. <laughs> um, and then uh, Mondo's just working. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to commercial, and then we cut back, and the models have arrived. Yeah. And and um, Saray, um, Casanova's model, uh, goes into goes in to find Casanova in the break room where he is on the phone to his aunt. Yeah, with his tia, his titi, who, Mm -hmm. I don't know, to me, uh, his titi sounded over it. Where he's like, oh, titi. And she's like, okay. (laughs) Titi's like, oh, que tienes. He's like, oh, I'm thinking of leaving the show. Por qué? I was like, oh, is this like a thing that Casanova just loses his, it's, you know, kind of like a, um, like a like a Ken a Kenneth type deal. Yeah, I mean where... it could be a, it could be a Ken type deal. <laughs> because she's like, oh, all right, so what's wrong? And so yeah, but Saray comes in and just really centers him in a way that is very Tim like and very mature. Where basically she's like, who like you make you make what you want to make and forget what they're what they say about it like you you just do you it's your work mm-hmm. and let's just yeah get on with it <laughs> yeah she's she um she is the one who because of her job has time for his nonsense <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she yes sits with yes. him and lets him talk through all of his stuff <laughs> And then is like, and then gives, you know, gives him the words that he needs to get back out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, so it's like a, a combination of Sray and um, her sympathy and time. And then Titi just being like, oh, great. There's someone else here to, yeah. to talk to. Yeah. 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 To my on, nephew. Yeah. You're on TV here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Gosh. You're getting you're the first person in the family to get to be on TV. Um, <laughs> and know. then in, in so yeah, like so that so that's the Casanova drama done with. Right, Casanova comes back and into the Saunders it's all and is like, "Yay, team Lux. yeah, Team Lux." I put it down here. Um, there's a lot of model drama hovering, and I just wrote, "Poor AJ, poor Michael." Right. There's like a lot of micromanaging. AJ's not ready. AJ AJ's um see-through or sheer shirt dresses and pieces. 
Um, mm-hmm. And Michael is having some, I think, typical fit issues with of his gross looking cow neck. I, I'm sorry. Like, it, it, right. it's so bad. It's in this terrible print. Um, and yeah. he's trying to to figure it out. But, of course, with everyone yeah. sort of hovering around, being like, how are we going to fix this? Like, oh, my God, this is a disaster. Yeah. Michael C. can't sew. He doesn't know how to drape on the bias yeah. is what this all comes down to. Yes. And this cowl neck needs to be draped on the bias. Yes. Could I do it? No. No. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I will take other people's word for it that it is, you know, a sin greater than, you know, avarice that he that he can't drape on the bias and michael c Um, can drape on the bias but he didn't for this one you know like yeah he can but he just has to do it again (laughs) yeah so it's it's we're running down to the end you know um basically casanova has a new idea Mm -hmm. which is that he's going to do pants right as opposed to the pencil skirt, and boom, we go back to Atlas mm-hmm. for where wake up time. Is this where they're waking up in Atlas? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Where we find out that Gretchen got up at four and wrote a checklist for everybody. Yes. Um, but the team has no leader. Um, and uh, and. Other people are just sort of like fussing around. We get back to the workroom. Mm-hmm. Um, Team Lux gathers round for their battle plan. Mm-hmm. Gretchen wrote it in lipstick, I, which she makes a big point of. And I'm like, it's are so they not allowed to have pens? I think they <laughs> like... are. It, there's something weirdly performative to that for me, where it, it was yeah. sort of like, I'm going to I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it in a way that I where I don't come off looking like a dictator or looking like a type a psycho. I'm going to do this in lipstick because it's it's so kind of it's going to endear them to me. And I'm it's also very artist artistry. Like I just I just I'm so inspired. I just grabbed what was there and was just like lipstick. Come on. Right. Somehow she somehow she has a pencil when the time comes to make notes in the in the uh in the workroom yeah so yeah i don't know um, anyway they're all running around it's a big thing about like who gets to you know who gets to do what mm-hmm. and we have team um, uh team underdog or team military and lace sort of looking at the other side across the black tape um, mm-hmm. And everyone's sort of just running around because everyone's making a million pieces of different looks. And right. They're running from dress form to dress form. And um, and they also have models doing blind stitches. <laughs> like all the models yeah, are working. Box basically enlists all of the models. Yes. And and Michael Costello thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. I I I think it's hilarious too, and I and I love that uh, the the models know how to do blind stitches because I think that's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do a lot of blind stitches with my work, but I always have to relearn it every single time I have to do it. Mm. I'm like, man, this is difficult, and it takes a long time. Anyway, so Tim comes in, based all that shit together. 
I, anyway. I mean, they could. They could, totally could. Just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Are you telling me to do it? <laughs> no, I'm just... No, I'm saying that, like, at that moment in the workroom, you know... Anyway, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. They're all struggling. Finally, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. There's a funny thing. They go to hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. And... And um, so they they're getting all the hair done um, and, uh, you know, Mondo's bringing the girls around to hair and I guess Peach is bringing them to makeup. And um, and I had this moment was like that where I was like, does does Peach end up calling um, Scott Patrick um, sweet potato? I think she does. She has like <laughs> like there's a moment I, where she like leads her head in and goes like, "Hi, sweet potato." I I remember that, and I'm just like, "Oh, <laughs> this <laughs> like, is so endearing." Hey, <laughs> so cute. And you can also <laughs> tell that that Scott really likes Peach. Yes. So yeah, I I, I really love that moment. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah. Anything... Mondo is wearing the same hairstyle as the as the model. I love that he walks in and the the hair guy is just like, oh well, so you're our template for today. And like, yeah, he did this himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that say? Like, he did, he did this himself. And I also loved what Mondo was wearing. Period. Mondo, whatever Mondo was wearing, made me really happy. Glasses and all, I just loved it. But yeah. Yep. So they're they're getting everything together. They head on down, and we're off to um, to the runway. Yes. All right. So listeners, this is where you can bring up the cheat sheet. It's in the link in your mm-hmm. show notes, and it's there is only one page this week. Uh, I didn't go wild and put two up because there are no spoilers. It's just two teams. So team one, team two, and mm-hmm. we have our normal judges. We have. Of course, Heidi Klum, Michael Kors, Nina Garcia, and then we have an appearance from Georgina Chapman of Marquesa. Yeesh. Now, is this Georgina's first appearance on Project Runway? I am not sure, but I think it is because it's also pre-All-Stars. And so... because all yes. Yeah, All Stars was basically um, the year after this, or two years after this. Mm-hmm. Two started in two thousand and twelve. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is um, this might be uh, the first first appearance, but I'm, I I am not sure. I actually don't. Yes, know. Georgina Chapman, famously at this point, um, Mrs. Harvey Weinstein. Yes, um, and. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I I like yeah, and it's kind it's kind of like I I paid attention to how the designers responded to her being the half of the duo from Marquesa, um, and I it, there wasn't really like an enthusiastic reception or like like where people weren't that mm-hmm. impressed because um, I know that when I first saw this I had no clue. 
about Marquesa, but just assume that it was a kind of a big deal because of also the, the dresses are very expensive and all on the mm-hmm. way. But we all we all know a little bit more about the backstory behind that as well. That a lot of that was mitigated and kind of um, uh, I'll say catalyzed by Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really sure if the designers actually thought much of Marquesa. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's get so, to this runway. Well, what or do you think? Should say? we, um, you know, should we uh, just, there's a, there's like a winning team and a losing team. Mm-hmm. Should we, and then there, the judges talk to them individually. So should we just like cut to that? Ooh, Yes. Is is there stuff? Because I don't know if I necessarily have stuff that I need to say about these outfits separately from that. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, let right. Me, yeah, let's de- let's definitely do that. So let's go to um, uh, the cheat sheet, and of course we mm-hmm. have Team Military and Lace, and then Team Lux, and um, it's not necessarily in runway order, so it doesn't really. It's okay. Right. Like it's, it's okay. However, we go through with it. But Nalan, would right. you like to announce who the top team is? Well, in a shocking upset, <gasps> Team Military and Lace is the winning team. What? Heidi Heidi calls them forward and then explains to them that they're the winning team, and we get big reaction shots mm-hmm. from from Team Lux. Yes. Um, and Team Military and Lace like goes into an ecstatic group hug. Mm-hmm. And, and For God knows how long. Comes out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then comes out of it. And it's like okay, we're done. We're it's done. like we're Sorry. done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Okay. <laughs> Which is very very cute. <laughs> so they're allowed. One of the people on their team is going to be the winner of the challenge, and they're allowed to run off backstage. Mm-hmm. And they run backstage and have like totally happy times yes yeah um or or they talk to them first actually oh right they're going to talk to them first that's right and then Um, so so the loser team team uh camel they're the ones who have to go back and i think in my notes what i write i went oh boy um yeah 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 uh some stuff goes on uh backstage where yeah. we have well, well, yeah i don't know let's let's talk about the responses to the winning team okay. and then we can get into like what goes on backstage all right let's do let's do that first okay so in terms of um judging we just kind of have really nice feedback from all of the judges like where there's like michael kors is like there's a balance um and also th- also talking about um the duo of military and lace, how it could have gone costume and that it was something that could have turned out pretty awfully, but that they, mm-hmm. um, they hit it. They, they hit the notes where um, they were really good with the styling and accessorizing um, and also showing their individual voices, but still doing something that was cohesive. Um, and yeah, just the magical C word. Co- Adhesive. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um... there's um, they sort of they sort of go down the line 
um, uh, there's there's particular praise for Peach. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and who else gets picked out for praise? Casanova. Mm. I was very, very sh- surprised by the feedback about Peach. Um, uh, because I, th- I think it was Michael Kors or Heidi Klum who points out, and um, um, who who did this top over here? It's very beautiful. It's like Peach is like, oh, oh, that's me, that's me. Um, and she goes, yes. Um, the uh, the blue skirt with the red top and the edging of the blouse is just, it's so great, it's so wonderful. And I was really happy for her because she really needed this mm-hmm. these compliments. She kind of needed a little bit of affirmation. Um, yes. Uh, but I also was just interested it was interesting that they focused on those two and not everyone else <laughs> so much. Yeah. Yeah. But they loved um, the, the couture quality of Casanova. It's like, you know, talk about t- couture quality today. You needed that and it works. And I'm like, yeah, that's just great. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they're, um, yeah, and is that the is that the outfit that Heidi goes like I want to I I I would wear that now as is etc as is yeah etc the highest praise that Heidi can bestow yeah she's like I wouldn't want to tweak so, this at all I wouldn't want to yank this off and put on something else yeah. from my own closet <laughs> <laughs> so. so is there anything in this discussion of these looks that or, or non-discuss like do you have any dissenting opinions on these looks i mean i i kind of thought that well i'll say that april was probably my least favorite look mm-hmm. but um i really i i i really liked that they didn't harp on the aspects that were not cohesive because i don't think this was a necessarily cohesive co- collection mm-hmm. um in, in terms of what they typically go for. But I like that they did manage to do something that was very individual. Um, and I actually liked, for instance, like I thought Valerie's jacket was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I did not like the color so much. So she used that baby blue type, uh-huh. type deal in there. Um, or not baby blue. Like it was like a bluish color, but mm-hmm. um, I would have, I, I, I don't know. I liked I like the subtlety of the military and um, wanted, I wanted them to go down the line and talk about each piece and especially like, you know, Michael Drummond's as well. Like some, some, some talk about these outfits. Yeah. I, I wish they, they had done a little bit more of that. I mean, um, we, we know now why they didn't um, include more of that, but I agree with you. I think, I think April's, like whatever was going on around the collar mm-hmm. was like really kind of fussy and not very good. I think that like the thing that helps with thinking about this in terms of it thematically is that it's not everyday uniforms. It's military, but it's like dress uniforms. Mm-hmm. So it's like the it's like, you know, marching military marching band or yes. like, you know, that all of all of that stuff is really what it ends up referencing. And so that's where the color makes more sense to me. And, you know. Yeah, okay, I can that see it's, that. That uh, it's all a bit more pageantry than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of, 
um, kind of performance. I, I, like it just references um, rock artists. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. For me. Yeah. Yeah. So while the praise is happening on the on the runway, what's going on backstage? Gosh. Um, it is Team Delusion backstage. Mm. It's also Team Cognitive Dissonance backstage, where they just don't understand wh- how they could have been at the bottom. The one thing that stood out to me was Christopher saying something like, "It this just feels incorrect." Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, what an what a word choice!" Um, it is there is there is no room, or I didn't we didn't get to see any room for self-reflection on right. perhaps where they, sh- they, where they were short because mm-hmm. there's no, there's nothing in their heads. They're so assured of themselves and that they actually were the best. And so there actually starts, um, I'll, I'll say Gretchen starts a little bit of strategy um, and, a, and kind of this, um, I call it, Oh gosh. Um, what I wrote, I, I wrote Gretchen is insufferable and manipulative in a pathological sense. <laughs> um, okay. I, 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 I love that. I love that moment of you going like, Hmm. Hmm. What did I write? Oh, here's what I wrote. <laughs> you, you think, I mean, because she does something backstage that sort of made my jaw drop. And I've seen this. I've seen this. But she goes, we're going to have to make a decision. Are we going to go out there and name a name? Mm -hmm. Or are we going to go out there united and stick together? And I was like, what a false choice to propose. You don't even have to propose a choice. But here you are. Your instinct is survival. And right. you come out and so overtly propose that they say a name and there is there, you have no qualms about it, knowing that this is sort of the, the seeds, not even the seeds. Like this is sort of like watering the plants of how are we going to throw a person under the bus? And she probably had mm-hmm. Michael C at the top. I don't know what, what she was thinking there. But then she also had her second tier person that was going to be AJ. Like, who do we throw to the wolves? And let's sort of make it seem I'm going to make it seem as if this is a team or a group decision to um, to betray someone. Well, and but I think what happens really quickly is that everybody else goes like, oh, we should go out there united. Yes. Yeah. And and um, and in fact, like it doesn't AJ say, like, I'm I'm really, really not comfortable with like saying anybody's name and I could never ever do that and um and and so that just gets like the the name a name option just gets dropped yeah and it all becomes about like okay we're super united we're gonna go out there and and be united Mm um and uh you're right it is a kind of false choice because they all go out there and they go out onto the runway and their models come out. And then what happens? Oh gosh. They come out. They, they grind this collection. 
<laughs> they ask, Heidi asks, like, who would like to talk about this collection? And of course, Gretchen starts talking about it um, and says mm-hmm. what we already know, what they chose um, and how they how they went to, uh, went about it separately, playing to their strengths. Um, and so Heidi picks up on this idea that they play to each other's strengths. Well, because... but even before Gretchen, bef- before like we get anything from Heidi, mm-hmm. Gretchen goes on a long, long thing that is like, I just want to say oh my God, that yes. this is a group effort, what? that everybody tried their hardest, yes. that we that we love what we've done. Oh my God. That we that that we worked as a team, and I want you to think about like if really are are you sending somebody home? Like who? Like you know who do you want to see more from? And everybody here is like worked so hard, blah 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 blah. Uh-huh. Like this, like the, the, nothing about the collection but everything about like um trying to induce guilt on the part of the judges and that's where we get like the first of several magnificent um <laughs> michael uh. <laughs> eye rolls where where i don't know if this is the editor mm-hmm. or they just have like an ongoing b-roll of michael rolling his eyes but michael core is like in the middle of this monologue they cut to him I and know. he is just like i mean i could be screaming at an assistant <laughs> to get me a latte at this very moment and i have to listen to this trite right now i mean i I just, they are so over it. Nina Garcia yeah. is grimace. Like, she's, like, wincing in her chair. She's like, ew, yeah. what is this? And, yeah, I wrote Michael Kors' eyes have rolled all the way backstage. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, have rolled all the way back upset. up 43rd Street to his office. <laughs> <laughs> they're off camera. And, yeah, yeah like, it's, it's weird, and it's so inappropriate. Yeah. It's yeah. really cringeworthy. Yeah. Yeah. So Gretchen like wraps up and is like, so I'm not saying that we are actual puppies (laughs) that you would be slaughtering, but I just want you to think about whether or not you feel okay with the idea of slaughtering puppies who have done nothing but try to make this an entertaining and enjoyable afternoon for you with their clothes. Exactly. Sewed with their paws. How, how can you, (laughs) how can you throw us out? Look at these tears. Even my tears are puppies. Okay, yeah. our tears are tears. So oh God, that is that is like saying to Heidi Klum, "Oh, oh, oh, shark! Please don't eat us." <laughs> Not <laughs> Look, knowing, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this chopped up fish in the water over here at a distance from us. And, Why don't you go eat that instead? And I'm so glad you pronounce it clum because clum kind of rhymes with chum. Ch- clum and chum. Clum yeah. and chum. <laughs> Heidi Klum eats Klum. eats puppies' tears, or Heidi Klum eats chum <laughs> and eats puppies' tears for breakfast, lunch, and yeah. dinner. It's yeah. her favorite food. Yeah. And so the more you cry, the stronger she gets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, so Heidi flares her nostrils and goes, like, did somebody say weakness? (laughs) (laughs) 
because she's the only one with a straight face. Michael yeah. Kors is the, doing the eye roll. Nina is like shrinking in her director's yeah. chair. We don't even get to see Georgina Chapman. I think maybe she also is like turning bright red. But yeah. Heidi's like, hmm, I love this. Yeah. This is my favorite thing. Let's get more of it. All right. So bring it on. Yeah. So who would you who do you think is the weakest designer of your group? <laughs> so so I want to say, let me just see here. Mm-hmm. Like this whole debacle starts like at around 4218 on my screening. Okay. And and wraps up at um oh like f- 50 uh, like 50 10 mm-hmm. so we get eight solid minutes with the losing team <laughs> with the losing team that is just that is epic i think this is probably like the longest crit we have seen oh wow yeah it 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 Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's it is a lot. Um and it's all cringy. The whole yeah. thing is just it's it is, you know, there there is even a moment um in this cringy like it's mostly Gretchen talking where she goes, yeah. "We stand united." But they need 8 minutes because it really was uh it had its own arc. Yeah. This 8 minutes there was a a beginning, middle, and end. This is its own narrative within this entire show. Yeah. Um, so Act One is Act One. We are we're, stand we're united. united puppies who tried to do our best. Yes. We're all here shivering in front of you. Would you really cut us down in our prime? Yes. Like please, um, please. Be and they're all like, and 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 at that moment, like, one of the wild things is that. Gretchen has convinced herself so intensely that she is crying and Michael Costello, who is standing next to her is looking at her and crying. Look, looking with the most puppy dog face of all of them. Yeah. Ivy's crying. They're all crying. Yeah. They're all crying. Is Gretchen crying? No. Yeah. Gretchen, Gretchen is crying. Oh yeah. Yeah. She is. They're all, they're they're all sort of doing it. And Heidi's like, yes, tribute is paid. (laughs) Mm-hmm. continue mm-hmm. um and i don't know if they get right into like who's the weakest designer at this point act two is them sort of talking about like how united it all is like mm-hmm. who had what strengths or who did what or whatever and and then it starts to go into like taking it piece by piece well before that it's because they really had to spin a bunch of seconds trying to pull out of them who is who is to blame for this right and right. who is responsible for what and they're just like well you know like united united blah 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 blah, and we did all this and we're great and then michael core starts out with saying okay this is great this whole team effort whatever you want to call it but it clearly failed you because you're here and it was boring mm. and it was vanilla. And then Nina goes in with a, 
she's like the problem with everything here is a universal problem you're united in this here's another thing that unites you all is that proportion almost yeah. every single outfit has a proportion problem and the colors are <gasps> ghastly mm-hmm. so and they dig them on their name they're like your team lux but this looks cheap right and then you have this Golden girl vest going on. They dig at Ivy's look. All right. Nina points at Ivy's look. Can can we just say B. Arthur is a fucking fashion icon. 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 And if it looks like, okay, golden girl vest is a compliment for Ivy. And she doesn't deserve it. Right. What she did was a really, really ridiculous version of whatever she was trying to go for. Like she would, you wish, you wish that this was something that B. Arthur would, would stride in with on her like tall, tall figure and a duster, a sleeveless duster. No, that's not what, well, and B. Arthur also wouldn't wear it with goofy shorts. Oh no. With like baggy, with like weird baggy shorts. No. Anyway, this is like also how that is, how that is like, I've said this before, but the only man who would wear that, like this is supposed to be menswear for women. Like the only man who would wear that is Dr. Zayas. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, this is, so it's, oh. I mean, the clothes, the, the, the clothes are really a mess. Yes. And, and Heidi's, <laughs> Heidi's like trying to sort of tease it apart. They're talking about the, they, they zero in on AJ's, shirt dress mm-hmm. which is you know uh lamentable they use um they use like airline stewardess look michael says it has no joy it's just sad yeah but it's like that's the the yeah. second act where gretchen decides okay let's go piece by piece Right. Because then in a way it's almost like there is a turn because they're going down the right. line and it's like, okay, I've lost. So Gretchen is like, let me adjust because I'm hearing their feedback. They're, you know, they're, right. doing all, they're saying all these things. Um, and you can see, I saw it facially where she starts to yeah. redirect, where she's nodding and grinning mm-hmm. at the judges. And it's after mm-hmm. they, after they go out on AJ and Ivy's look where Right. Um, they've, they've done all of this and they haven't really, I wrote bagged on in my notes. I don't know why I'm in the nineties, mm-hmm. but they're like, they're bagging on AJ. They're bagging on Ivy. They haven't said anything directly to Gretchen. Right. Um, but there is that like the, the golden girl granddaddy sweater theme. And, um, and so and, that's when Gretchen. So they start asking about the styling, right? Yes. Isn't that it? Like who styled this? And, and then it's like, well, Gretchen is like, well, I styled it. Right. And that's where the turn comes. Yeah. And because she... suddenly. No, go ahead. It, well, it suddenly it's like I tried to rescue these looks with my styling. Right. Yeah. And then Gretchen says, well, you know, I mean, we figured out kind of late in the game that grandma had arrived. Mm-hmm. And Nina's face turns and Nina leans back it, like she's scrunched down. And she leans back and she has this knowing smirk where <laughs> she's like she's 
on she this is where Nina's like, okay, let's let's see how you swing you swing this one. <laughs> this is interesting to me. Because after the tears and after the like, oh, please consider us, and after the faux camaraderie, Nina's face looks like, okay, look, here we are, act two. All right. And it's like this whole thing where Gretchen, this is why I said it was pathological, because mm. this turn is so obvious. And mm-hmm. it's also strange that the rest of the group also kind of turns and, uh, and essentially uh, like swoops around and starts agreeing again with Gretchen. Like Gretchen has migrated over to the left and everyone else is like, oh, Gretchen's over there. OK, so let me just like waddle on over to where Gretchen is rather mm-hmm. than seeing her as throwing all of them under the bus. She's calling this the, the collection crappy right. and that and then she's cinching herself as a savior. Right. So suddenly, um, suddenly there's, it's all about the rescuing Mm -hmm. with the styling and what had to happen. And, um, and, and Michael is, you know, Michael goes like, well, this is really different from what you were just saying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Is this? I feel like this might be gaslighting. Yo, yeah. Like, uh, you just now you were just telling us how great it all was, mm-hmm. and now it's really and and you know, Gretchen gets baited. She gets to the point where she goes like, "Well, I felt like I had to deal with like a really shitty collection or mm-hmm. it, it, like something like I can't remember if it was shitty pieces or something like that." Yeah. Yeah. And then we move into Act Three. Act Three, is this what Act Three is? Because I wrote in my notes, Gretchen pulls out a knife and stabs Michael C. <laughs> yeah, because because it is because the the terms have been set. Yeah, you you were told from the beginning that someone on the losing team is going to have to go home. Mm-hmm. You knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So now it's not like the judges are going to suddenly go like, oh, we changed our mind. Nobody has to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we move into act three, which is who goes home. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, this was so hard to watch. Um, yeah, because it's so cruel and mean and it's uh, it's it's like everyone else is there's like a passive cruelty. And of course, there's like an obvious overt cruelty. And um, there's a there's a point in time where they're trying to figure out again, like who did what? And my, they bring in Michael C because someone points out what the the outfit that has his cowl neck on it. And they're, but they're pointing at the jacket over it. They're like, Michael, so did you make this hideous jacket that Gretchen made? Like Gretchen made that. Mm-hmm. And Michael sees like, no, I made the cowl neck underneath. And then the blouse and the model next to her, I made that. And then Georgina Chapman asks the model who's wearing the blouse to turn around. She sees the back and then Georgina goes, perfect. And mm-hmm. Gretchen is talking over Georgina, but Michael C. hears her and she's like, oh, thanks. Madame Chapman, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. continues to go on this assholic downfall <laughs> by like 
like really trying to spin this tale around Michael C being this terrible person. But Michael C has just gotten high praise from the guest judge about his piece. And the piece that they actually didn't like is Gretchen's piece. Um, But also that she's not getting into her head that the, the judges are frustrated because they can't, they can't eliminate Michael C. Right. She keeps trying to, to point to Michael C Mm -hmm. and they keep going and like, here's the rules. The rules are one of the people on the losing team is going home. It can't be Michael C. So it's the one of the rest of you five. So mm-hmm. which one is it? Mm-hmm. Say another name. Yeah. And it just keeps going and going like that until AJ finally goes like, well, look, I am going to say myself. Yeah. Like AJ is the person who maintains the agreement that they all agreed to backstage. Yes. Like AJ's the one who goes like, well, look, I'm, I did something that is utterly unlike me. I thought this was the time to do it. Um, but I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody else is like, you know, Michael, 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 they can't say anything else. No one else is willing to take themselves out. Mm-mm. Um, you know, um, Ari does not acquit herself well in this situation mm. either. Nope. Um, everybody is just kind of, you know, um, looks really looks really bad and so they all go backstage so it's like the judges are like all right well we're done we're gonna talk Mm -hmm. probably for a long time and we'll call you back out yeah everybody goes backstage and um it's not um uh, none of them want to talk about it basically backstage yeah, I mean, and it's it's all it's but it's typical too, where we have essentially Gretchen talking, and and also a, a little bit of this whole other thing of like, yeah, things were said and some people's feelings were hurt, which is so right. incredibly dismissive <laughs> and gross to say. Yeah, and um, we have Michael C, who's so upset that he can't say anything. He's like, there's nothing yeah. to say. Um, he's so so mad and so done um yeah. and blindsided and you know and thrown under the bus by the person he chose first <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah the person that he picked to work with right right so i mean the judges have their conversation i don't know if we need to necessarily go deep into it not really um they're basically saying what we (laughs) what we just yeah i mean all i love is that nina garcia called the collection horrifying (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah yeah um (sighs) and um oh another thing where michael kortz points out that Gretchen was a bad leader and he was like, well, you know, you are, he called, he had called her the sportswear head and mm-hmm. um, right. they're talking about AJ and, and Gretchen, how AJ gave up his design, his design aesthetic to make this awful piece mm-hmm. and made one piece where everyone else made at least two. 
And then how right. Gretchen also gave up her own <laughs> design aesthetic. So Michael Kors like, so what did you do? Was your job just to boss people around? And I was like, yes, Michael, <laughs> yes. That was her job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure like Michael's like, I mean, because that's my job. It's not. <laughs> so, but I'm Michael I Kors. Can you, I can tell you that you did bad at it. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's basically the deliberation. And they bring everyone out. Um and we never really even said who won. Well, no, we do um we they bring both teams back out. Mm-hmm. And um and 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 who win they announce the winner and who is it? It's Casanova. It's Casanova. Casanova. And everybody on it team gives him a big hug and they love him yes because casanova's had a wonderful arc as well it's a redemption yes it's it's glad you didn't leave the show casanova (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and uh uh and then they are they're all excused they can all go backstage right right um and uh and Casanova is like, well, this. They're all like, congratulations. And he's like, well, this isn't about me. It's about us. I'm like, girl, just like <laughs> say thank you. So you don't have to say this whole other thing. So let me be humble. I'm going to. I'm going to be the most humble. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pull a diva yeah, yeah, yeah. moment in my humility. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, and then because Michael C. is safe, has immunity, mm-hmm. they they send him backstage. Yeah. And and he gets back there, and that's sort of like the breaking point for him. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Um, and then what happens? And then um, they we dismiss um, one, you know one by one the safe members of the loser team mm-hmm. until we have our bottom two, and that's mm-hmm. AJ and Gretchen. And uh, I don't know. Do you want me to say it or do you want to say it? <laughs> um. Go ahead. I can, you can say, say it. it. You can say it. So the person who goes home is AJ. Mm-hmm. And so Gretchen is safe um, and and heads back to the workroom. Mm-hmm. They, um, AJ gets his Alfita scene from Heidi. Mm-hmm. And we have our moment in the waiting room where everyone is saying goodbye. And AJ is, you know, very gracious with it and is about to say, you know leave and tim tells aj to sit down <laughs> right tim shows up to, tim to comes in. yeah and gives them all a talking to where he says i fundamentally do not understand your behavior on the runway i fundamentally do not get it why you all would let gretchen manipulate you and bully you and aj you're taking the bullet and now i have to send you home (laughs) i have to send you back to the workroom to clean up your workspace Um, and i'm going to miss you very much 
Um, and you know, and it is an iconic moment. Yeah, unprecedented. An, un, unprecedented. Um, we would be used to uh, this just sort of happening, this injustice occurring in front of us. But Tim comes back and essentially gives them all a talking down and addresses the room and addresses Gretchen um, uh, uh, tangentially. Um, yeah. Which I, you know, Tim was pissed. Absolutely yeah. pissed. And so we get the... So I... Now, this is the problem with... Um, with our... The hosting service that I've been using. Mm-hmm. Uh, it cuts off before the actual end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So I had to I had to look this up on YouTube. I looked it up too. You can see I found it. You can it. see the entirety of Tim's <laughs> of Tim's um, dressing down of of Team Lux. Um, and I don't know. You must have the thing that I found on YouTube only cut away instead of getting AJ going like I've learned a lot as he packs up his stuff on the you know and. Blah, 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 blah. I'm excited to be able to explore such and such. We don't mm-hmm. get any of that on what I saw. All we get is a cut to Gretchen going like, it was really painful for me to hear what Tim said. And it was really hurtful. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted to do was all I tried to do was help people mm-hmm. and that is where it sort of ended up and so i don't know if there's like if that's the note that we end on and that gretchen us- gretchen usurps aj's farewell or if there's there must have been like another like quick cut to to aj leaving yeah there's there is a cut to aj leaving i could not find that clip the clip that i found was an old lifetime link that Included yeah. a talking head from Ivy who was like, whoa, oh, I never even saw that. But oh, now that Tim is saying that, I totally agree with him. And I had an aha moment. I'm like, really? This is ridiculous. But yeah. um, I also think because it was so hard to find that, that they must have scrubbed the interwebs of this interaction. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm I'm full-blown conspiracy around... <laughs> The editing, it's it's weird editing because this is the only episode so far in the season on um, the streaming service that we're using where the end is clipped like this. Mm-hmm. Because I've been able to find a couple of accounts where I can get the very beginning and then the very end, but not with this one. And mm-hmm. um, I scour the interwebs and I will put a link to what I found. And if you want to send me the link to what you found, like well, you can see it. I think it's, I think it's the same thing. Okay. I think it's the, uh, yeah. But what, yeah, I uh, forgot that there was the Ivy yeah. reaction, which, which does ring really kind of hollow. It's really strange to me, that kind of reaction. But also again, like this whole thing where they, it's like they're, they have no, it's it, people like whatever is centering them in terms of authority or how they ascribe authority and how they are ascribing or how they are. Um, uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's like they'll, it's just like everyone is um, everyone gravitated towards whoever the strongest person was in the room or whoever asserted mm-hmm. themselves the most. And so out, outside of Gretchen, it's Tim for a number of reasons. And so everyone just 
disabandoned their hive mind around Gretchen and are taking to whatever Tim is saying. It's really strange that there is, it feels like there is no self-critical or autonomous critical awareness going on with a lot of these, these designers. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's also weird that this is okay. So here we are basically a third of the way into the season. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and when I look back at my memories of this season, I, this is sort of where they begin. Like, I don't really remember the first parts of it so much or the first batch of designers. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but this is like Gretchen has such a strong storyline this season. Mm -hmm. And I remember it like so clearly. And the other thing that I remember this store, this season four is Mondo. Yes. And, and once again, like Mondo is very kind of stealthy in all of this. Yes. Like, like Mondo's, like Gretchen V. Michael C. is the big story up to this point. Yeah. Um, there's no real sense of, um, of Mondo yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in this, in this season. And it's weird, like uh, this, I, I remember like being irritated with Gretchen, mm -hmm. but I don't, I didn't remember this specific incident that this was like where it all really turned. Yeah. I, I remember this very well, mostly because of Tim's, um, uh, Tim's takedown at the end, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but also just, um, again, like this hive mind that was really strange. And also, I'll, you know, I'll say it, I, and I won't say her name, but Gretchen reminds me of a high school friend of mine <laughs> or someone, mm. I went, someone I went to high school with. Um, and I went to a high school where we, we had some, um, every year there was a group project and we had to deal with these really strange group dynamics. And I remember one year being put into a small group with this particular person who I knew had a very strong personality and who I mm -hmm. had observed from others, from across the room, I'd observed her take over the way I, the way Gretchen takes over. It's mm -hmm. very, very similar. And I remember the first time I saw this, I was like, Oh my gosh, they're just alike. And I can see mm -hmm. how they're acting. That's how we were acting, but we were in high school and we were teenagers and, um, and I could, you know, I think those dynamics are, are very, very difficult and and complex, especially because we're coming of age. And this is the first time a lot of us are working in groups in such a way and coming into our, what our personality types are. And but to see adults acting this way. So now watching this older and um, older than Gretchen now, um, it's it's extraordinary to me um, mm. the way that she's able to wield this like this power amongst the people, but also extraordinary to me in how these designers are willing to yield to her. Yes. Well, so, so here's a question listeners is did, do you um, have uh, 
Do you have a similar person mm -hmm. that you can call up from your life? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I do. I, I, I agree with you, Ernest, that I think one of the reasons why people um, got so intense about things with Gretchen is that it does feel very um, uh, it does feel very high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like just the whole, like all of the, all of the emotional stuff around it mm -hmm. feels like, like, yeah, um, like folks who you would call really fake in high school. Yes. <laughs> she said that we were like really all like a team and that we we're all like, and she was like super, oh my God, my mind is really blown by how like creative we all are and everything we're doing. But she was like totally fake. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds like amazing, but I'm like, um, I don't think you mean it. Like, what are you really saying? None of our frontal so, lobes are connected to the other parts of our brains. Like, we're just like, <laughs> what do you, so, you really mean? So listeners, what, what do you think? Did, did you have a Gretchen in high school? What, what do you think about this? Write in and tell us. I would love please. to know. Here. I will say that the my Gretchen um like grew up to be an incredibly successful and amazing person. And it was also amazing throughout high school. It's just like I can't be in a group with you. I, I cannot be in a group <laughs> with you. We can be friends, but we can never work together. You're you're amazing, but absolutely not in a group dynamic. You are a very mm -hmm. much a Gretchen. <laughs> right. You are your own person there. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that kind of does it for me for this episode yeah me too what a what a like complicated it's it's all about group yeah. dynamics with this one so yeah man yeah all right um Ernest, where can people find you oh. and do you have anything to recommend oh thank you or anything you want to tell people about that's oh. going on oh no hmm, oh no check out <laughs> Thanks for uh, cutting right to the chase, Naylin. Um, <laughs> I mean, so as I've said before on my apology episode and on last episode, I currently have a solo show up at Established Gallery in Brooklyn, New York. And um, the title is One Day I'll Share. Um, and Naylin, I'll say that uh, the title has something to do with grad school and actually like some stuff that you actually told me in grad school. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's a, it, yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's a, it, it is a title. that means a lot to me and that will unfurl, but that is up. Okay. The well, then that, that sounds like Patreon material <laughs> to me. We probably should talk about it on Patreon. Um, but yeah, but it's, it's up. And and um, the the link is in the show notes, and um, yeah, I've got I've got like, like a couple of things coming up, so that that I'm really excited to to share with everyone. But that's that's what's on view currently. Um, okay, Nalen, <laughs> do you have anything to share with our listeners? Um, I have a recommendation uh, for a um. For another video on YouTube, I will say, I mean, 
people, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you have heard me go on and on about um, about uh, Japanese designers mm-hmm. um, to the point where you're probably sick of it. But there is a very nice, um, uh, like, 24-minute um, documentary about Isimiyaki. Um, Isimiyaki, Renegades of Fashion. I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes um that is that gets to the point of why i see so many other designers just like falling flat Hmm. something uh, like his vision of what clothes are and and what they do is one that I find incredibly moving. Um, and and this is a nice, like, quick kind of taste and gives you, like, a sort of a, an, a capsule history of his career. Um, makes it all makes it all very clear. Um, and you get to see a, a, a fair amount of his menswear, which often doesn't get shown a whole lot in... Um, in in things that focus on him so um i really enjoyed it uh go check it out and otherwise um you can uh find me um mostly on twitter at nalen blake um i uh i'm not even going to give the instagram anymore because i just really don't check it anymore all right i'll take it out Uh, (laughs) <laughs> it up. i mean I, I i haven't deleted my account mm-hmm. but i i have not looked at it so if you if if you're someone who's been trying to get in touch with me via instagram apologies um i do have a lot of people that i that that's like the one point of contact with them so i can't quite figure out like how to migrate those contacts but i think i'm pretty much done with them and the sort of the entire Facebook family. Um, uh, so, um, there's also my website, um, nalenblake.net. Um, and I, I'd be delighted if you pop over there and leave a little comment on what you see. Yay. Yay. All right. Oh, this is so great. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much, Nayland. This is so fun. Yes. Maybe per one of our, our quickest episodes ever. Oh, my goodness. It. I mean, it feels like I can't believe that. I can't believe it's actually this short. <laughs> like, as we, like, mostly ranting about Gretchen, it feels like, oh, I could go on the whole day about this. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Um, well, um, listeners, uh, and especially our, our wonderful Patreon patrons, um, uh, stay tuned for Nayland on the bonus episode this week, where, again, we're going to go into Warren stories. And, um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's about it. Um, continue to take care of yourselves and be as you know good to yourselves as you can. And, um, again, just really, really thankful for all of you. And I guess until next time, we will both say goodbye. Bye. Bye.